Hello and welcome to the Achieve Your Goals podcast, the show that empowers you to wake up to your full potential and achieve your biggest goals and dreams. I am your host, Hal Elrod, and I invite you to join us each week as we share actionable strategies to take your life to the next level, as well as interview world-class experts and entrepreneurs who have achieved extraordinary goals themselves, and we ask them to give you a peek behind the curtain and teach you exactly what you need to do to do the same. Ready? Here we go. Hey, Goal Achievers. This is Hal Elrod. And before we start today's episode, I have a couple of announcements, or I should say one announcement and then just a thought for you that I want to share. feels kind of odd to record this because about a week or so ago, I announced that the Best Year Ever Blueprint live experience was sold out. And it was. To be specific, we had 450 seats in the room and we sold 450 tickets to the event. So we announced it was sold out. Well, I guess John Berghoff without me even realizing it, was in communication with the hotel. And he was working with them on how we could reconfigure the seats to allow a few more people to join us. And I guess he was thinking like 8 to 10 more people he could fit by just kind of adding a row in the back. Well, the hotel reached out last night, apparently, and we can fit roughly 30 more chairs in the room without it being crammed at all, based on what John proposed for the reconfiguration. So That means that the best year ever blueprint that was sold out is now unsold out, at least temporarily. Now we had a waiting list of, I think there were 37 people on the waiting list and we reached out to them today. So as I'm recording this, they do have first priority. But if there are still seats available, we're going to open it back up and you know see if a few more people want to join us. So bestyeareverlive.com is the website. Go to bestyeareverlive.com and all the details are there, tickets, yada, yada, yada. Now, of course, there's no way for me to know how long Tickets will be available or before those extra 30 spots are taken. But it is kind of a cool surprise that um, if you were waiting to get a ticket and you were kind of bummed that oh, you missed out on the deadline and you weren't going to be able to go this year, now there's a chance that you might be able to. So you can check out the website and see if there are still tickets available and you can make it. And uh, if so, I will see you in San Diego in just a few weeks. So that was the announcement. The second thing I want to share though is uh, about five minutes ago, as I was about to record this, I went, Oh, tomorrow is Thanksgiving, or technically for me, it's two days from now, but the episode will come out the day before Thanksgiving. And gratitude is such an important part of my life. And I just was a space cadet last week and did not connect the dots that, hello, this episode's going to release the day before Thanksgiving. And I'm kicking myself because I would have loved to have done an episode just on gratitude. Now, I have done those in the past. So if you search through the archives of the Achieve Your Goals podcast, you can find at least one or maybe two or three episodes where I dive into gratitude. But um, gosh, just missed opportunity to, to not have that aligned with the Thanksgiving holidays. So with that said, I'll just share a few thoughts on gratitude and thanks. For me, gratitude is the lens that I view my life through, right? So it's the lens I try to view virtually every experience through, being grateful for every person in my life, being grateful for anything anyone does that adds value to my life being grateful every day that I wake up, that I get to be alive, right? Gratitude for my challenges, my adversity. You know, when I was diagnosed with cancer, I immediately was grateful for that. And it's just a lens to view any aspect of life and grateful for the lessons that I didn't know what they would be, but I knew that inevitably, the greater the challenge, typically the greater the benefit by us overcoming that challenge. And when I was diagnosed with cancer, I went, oh, well, this is probably gonna be a pretty pretty substantial challenge. So I'd imagine that the benefits that I can gain and that I can pay forward and give to others are probably going to be pretty significant. So I would just encourage you, not just on Thanksgiving, right? But during every day of your life, 
to really come from a place of gratitude. And a good way to do that is to book into your day with gratitude, meaning start your day with gratitude in the morning, right? I journal every morning in the five-minute journal. And one of the prompts in that journal is what are three things that you are grateful for? And then throughout the day, maybe one of the biggest ways that gratitude is a part of my life is expressing it. So that's what I call active gratitude, right? Where you're actually, you're actively expressing gratitude to every person and like an abundance of gratitude. For example, right before I started recording this podcast, we're getting new carpet in our house. And I went to all of the men that are installing the carpet and I just expressed sincere, but really emphatic gratitude. I just said, thank you so much for the work that you're doing today. I really appreciate this. This really helps me and it helps my family. And it means a lot to us. Thank you so much. And I looked each of them in the eye and I said that to them. And it'd be really easy to just not acknowledge them and let them do their work. They show up and they come in and they do their thing. And you know they don't usually talk much to me. In fact, my wife, my wife's the, she's the project manager. Uh, if you know my wife, you understand why she's better at that than I am. But uh, she's the project manager. Right? She makes sure that all the I's are dotted, T's are crossed, and that everything uh, happens smoothly. And I just kind of sit back. But the one thing that I did I don't manage the project, but I did want to express to each of those uh, gentlemen how much their work means to me. And then I do that when I'm at like a restaurant or, you know, and I do it with my family and everything else. So anyway, I just wanted to share that with you. That, those are my thoughts on gratitude. I really believe that the quality of our lives is directly correlated or even determined by the quality and the depth of gratitude that we are present to and experiencing and expressing in any given moment and every day. And so I'd encourage you to use this Thanksgiving, not just to express thanks on the holiday, but as a catalyst, as a launching pad for you to take your gratitude, maybe to the next level. Maybe you're already super grateful, but just ask yourself that question. Could I be more grateful? Could I express my gratitude in writing so I have a record of it that I could go back and revisit later in life, right? I love going back and reading my gratitude journals. It's been a game changer for me. Maybe you ask yourself the question, how could I express gratitude more to the people in my life? Not just your loved ones, but the people that you lead, right? Your colleagues, your coworkers, the people that serve you at a restaurant or change your carpet or you know whatever. So how can you amplify the gratitude in your life? And by doing so, be more present to all that you have to be grateful for. And I find that the more present I am to what I have to be grateful for, the more I actively express that gratitude the better my life is. And uh, I wish the same for you. So happy Thanksgiving. You're celebrating the Thanksgiving holiday. And if you are in another country that I am not in, and that is not a holiday you are celebrating tomorrow, I still wish you an abundance of gratitude. And I thank you for your time and your energy and your attention. I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you for listening to the Achieve Your Goals podcast. And uh, even though today's episode is not about gratitude, I hope you get a lot of value from it. I hope you enjoy it. And uh, I look forward to talking to you very soon. Take care. Goal Achievers, what's going on? This is Hal Elrod. And welcome to another episode of the Achieve Your Goals podcast. This is a solo episode. Just me. Nobody else is here. And um, I have been dealing with some major cognitive challenges. And you know, I've actually been dealing with those for 20 years with the brain damage that I had from my car accident. But I've had cognitive challenges really due to the chemotherapy that I went through from my cancer. At least that's, that's what I think that it's from. Um, I'm reading a book right now called Your Brain After Chemo. I'm trying to figure this out. But here's the reason I'm sharing that with you to start off the episode today. And that is that you know we all have different challenges, right? We all have strengths and we have what you might call weaknesses or areas of improvement. Uh, or, and really there are weaknesses. There are certain areas where 
no matter how hard we work on them, there's areas that we're not naturally, like they don't fit our personality or our brain type or our biochemistry. And for me, I've had these cognitive challenges. And today's an example. Every, and this was the last, last week's podcast too. You know, I was like, I started the podcast last week and I'm like, I don't know where I'm going to go with this. Like I could not get my brain to just figure out what in the heck I was going to talk about. And uh, last week's podcast episode ended up being, uh, you know, I think it was how to turn reading books into taking action. Like totally a topic I wasn't even planning on. But the reason I'm sharing this with you is because we all have challenges, right? And we have to make the best with what we have. And uh, in fact, it creates a lot of insecurity for me, these cognitive challenges where I'm like, I need my brain to do my work and I need to be able to think straight. And I, you know, just recently I've, I've been working on a book, a new book called The Miracle Equation. And I signed with a publisher as my first traditionally published book with Penguin Random House. And I wanted to write it completely on my own without any assistance, which I've done for, you know, Miracle Morning and my other books. And the publisher, we had a deadline of three months. And I said, give me a month to see how far I can get because my agent was recommending, hey, why don't we hire a writer to, to help you? I said, no, 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 I want to do this on my own. And I wrote almost every single day for about a month. And at the end of that month, I was nowhere near where I needed to be. And I just couldn't get my brain to formulate the thoughts that got out coherent words that would be valuable to the reader. And so I ended up hiring a phenomenal writer to help me. And we kind of co-wrote this book, The Miracle Equation. And I share that because... Again, it's you've just got to make the best with what you've got. And I think that, you know, for all of us, we can either make excuses, right? Like, oh, well, I've got this challenge. So that's why I'm not going to do this thing that I want to do. You know, I don't have all the resources that I need, or I've got limitations or whatever. And human beings have proven time and time again that you can absolutely overcome any limitation for the most part, that you can accomplish just about anything despite any odds that are stacked against you. And so whatever for you is holding you back right now, whatever you're using maybe as an excuse, like, oh, I want my marriage to improve, but the other person is, you know, they're not on board or whatever it is for you around your goals. I want you to really stop and identify what's something I really want to improve or accomplish or achieve in my life. And what excuse am I letting hold me back? And what am I going to do or what can I do to overcome that excuse? One example is I'm very much a solopreneur and I haven't worked in a corporate environment, you know, very much work from home. And so recently I was feeling really limited in terms of my knowledge around growing my business to the next level. And the cognitive challenges that I've been dealing with have been, you know, feeding into that fear or insecurity. And I finally went, I just need to start reading books and become a business genius by learning these areas that I'm not necessarily proficient in. So anyway, I know it was kind of a ramble there to start out the episode today. But again, the point is, look at what is something you want? What is a goal in your life, in your world, personally, professionally, something important to you that you want to improve? Look at what is the limitation, self-imposed limitation or excuse that you're allowing to hold you back? And what is an action that you can take? What's something that you can do, a solution to overcome that limitation? and move forward toward that goal or dream. So that's the opening to the podcast today. I'd love for you to, you know, even if you need to pause it and consider, go through those three steps. So today I'm going to talk about the miracle evening. And I'm often asked if I have an evening routine. Hal, what's your evening routine? And I don't have this big elaborate, like, 
you know, a lot of people do have their evening routine, the digital sunset. And I've seen a lot of miracle morning practitioners where they do a, like a miniature miracle morning, right? They go through and do either a shortened version of the savers or they do a few of the savers or, or whatever. And for me, I've never really had a big evening routine. It's really just like spend some time with the family and put the kids to bed and then just kind of go to bed. I, I don't do a whole lot or I haven't in the past. And just recently, there's a few things I've been doing that I want to share with you. This is a very unrefined miracle evening, right? This isn't like, you know, I haven't written the book on it yet, but I want to share with you a few things I've been doing that have been really valuable. And so hopefully you'll find value in these as well. And one I've been doing for a couple of months now, and it's been one of the most life-changing things I've ever done. And then the other was just very recent, like a few days ago that I am planning on starting, or I started to do a few nights ago and I'm planning on continuing. But here's the first. The first is what I call manufacturing breakthroughs. And we'll probably do an entire episode on this where I go really in depth and I share with you all of the breakthroughs I've had because since I've been doing this for the last couple of months, it has been mind-blowing. I have had breakthroughs that have transformed my relationship with my kids, with my wife, my levels of happiness, my relationship with money. I mean, I've had just profound breakthroughs. And I call this manufacturing breakthroughs because essentially in the evening, I've just been thinking and journaling, like just literally taking time. It's usually kind of right before bed when my mind is, you know, I'm getting close to that alpha state and just really thinking about asking myself questions of on a scale of one to 10. I've been trying to be brutally honest with myself. I might've shared this a few weeks ago. I don't remember, but you know, I had the breakthrough where in that recent podcast, you may have remembered in the email I put, my breakthrough was that I, I am a mediocre father. And it wasn't to be hard on myself, but just to realize that compared to the best father that I could possibly be, there's areas, you know, huge areas of improvement. That was what I realized. And so I think that the way you manufacture breakthroughs, at least what I've been doing, is being a little bit more brutally honest with myself. You know, I think that we often compare ourselves with others that are, you know, not as good as us. Like, well, I could be a lot worse. And that was the example I gave on that podcast, right? Is like, if you only, you know, do drugs, like methamphetamine one day a week and you compare yourself to someone that does it five days a week, well, then you can feel good about yourself, right? Well, like, oh, my friends, you know, they, they're doing meth every night. I only do it one day a week. Uh, I'm not nearly as bad, right? And we do that a lot where we justify mediocrity based on how we compare ourselves with other people. And what I've been doing lately is just really asking myself, you know, just being really what you'd say brutally honest and doing that in every area of my life and asking these questions in the evening and then journaling about them in depth. So I had a breakthrough around self-love recently where I realized, you know, breakthroughs are, I've had them in the past and sometimes they stick, sometimes they don't. Also, there's levels to breakthroughs. Like you might have a, a realization and it makes a slight change for you. And then if you go deeper into that realization, you realize that, oh, well, there's actually a lot more that I'm not even present to yet or aware of. Over time, you know, those realizations and those breakthroughs can amplify and can evolve and become more profound. And what's so important is that you schedule action around the breakthroughs, right? So first and foremost, I write them down in an app that I use called Google Keep. And Google Keep is an app essentially for notes, but you can put pictures in it. And so each breakthrough, I label, you know, marriage breakthrough or parenting breakthrough. And then I usually will put an image and then I'll go in depth on that. And then those are my affirmations. I then go back and I read them and I update them and I revise them. So the first part of the miracle evening is every night before bed, choosing one area of your life and simply asking yourself on a scale of one to 10, 10 being perfect, like optimal. How am I doing in this area? 
where am I at on a still one to 10? What would the next level look like? What would a 10 look like? And this can literally be, you know, five or 10 minutes every evening. And I encourage you to set a recurring reminder. And this can be your manufacturing breakthroughs reminder, right? So this is the first part of the miracle evening. And like I said, I'm just touching on this today. I want to introduce the concept and invite and encourage you to give this a try. But really just every night, just evaluating how you can take your life and the aspects of your life that are really important to you, your relationships, personal, professional, with your children, with your significant other, with your friends. How can you take your relationships to the next level? How can you take your health to the next level, right? That's the one thing we all share in common is that next level exists for everybody. And so what's the next level for you in each area? And really be intentional about taking time to ask yourself questions that will lead to a breakthrough. And then take that breakthrough and journal it, write it down, and then ideally create some action around that breakthrough. And I'll tell you that you know one of the breakthroughs I had a few weeks ago, and I think I mentioned this on the podcast, but it was around my kids. And I realized that I spend enough time with my kids to feel good about it, right? Which doesn't sound, you know, when you say that in isolation, that sounds like there's anything wrong with spending enough time with your kids to feel good about it. But what I realized is that I don't want to spend just enough time to feel good, to be able to check the box off and go, hey, I, I played with my kids today. So I, you know, I'm a provider, I'm a working father, you know, so hey, I, I not only got all my work done for the day, I also played with the kids or read them a story or something. I realized that I don't want to do just enough. I want to spend every waking moment that I am allowed to, that my work allows me to, that my kids allow me to, that our schedules allow us to. I want to spend every waking moment with them. You know, we hear it from parents that have grown kids. Like, oh, the time goes so fast and you don't realize how fast to go. You hear it, but we don't, I don't think we get it. And I just, I got it through this manufactured breakthrough the other night where I was really honest with myself and really, I was looking at my kids while they were sleeping and I was just really thinking about the time and how limited it is. Anyway, so I immediately, this is the point here to take the breakthrough and make it actionable. And this is, you know, for you to do the same thing. And that is that I immediately looked at my schedule and I went, how can I spend more time with them? And every day I usually get off work at five. It was a radical shift. I'm getting off work at two o'clock now almost every day. I mean, there's certain days where I might have an interview or something that I scheduled a long time ago. But essentially, I'd say, you know, at least three out of five days for the last probably month, I get off work at two o'clock and I go pick up my kids. And that extra time has just been so valuable. And I see the connection. I, you know, then this morning I took my son to his assembly and I stayed for the entire assembly and he, you know, we hugged and we kissed and, you know, goodbye. And it was, it's just really meaningful. And so and if you don't have kids, you're like, ah, I don't even get this. Like, what are you talking about? But the point is the process, right? Of manufacturing a breakthrough where you ask yourself these questions and just take one area of your life each night. I encourage you to take finances one night or business or happiness or these different areas. And I've been doing this in having these breakthroughs in all different areas around my happiness and around self-love. And, and again, I'm going to do an entire episode where I will like go through each and every breakthrough. But for now, I just want to encourage you to schedule time to do this where you manufacture these breakthroughs through simply intelligent reflection and then journaling about it so that you don't forget it. And if you need to record a selfie video, I've been doing that a lot too, where if I feel like I should just, you know, just blah, just, you know, speak if the breakthrough's in my head and I don't want to take the time to write it out, but I want to record it. I've done that as well. So you can either journal your breakthrough so you don't forget it. And then that journaling becomes an affirmation that you review to reinforce and remind you of the breakthrough. And then the third part is to ideally take that breakthrough and create some sort of recurring, actionable behavior 
upgrade or change for you so that the breakthrough, you know, becomes tangible, measurable, real, implementable, actionable, not just an idea in your head. And then the other night, I had another breakthrough around the miracle evening. The other night, I spoke at an event put on by Elaine Pofelt. She's the author of the One Person, One Million Dollar Business. I think I got that right. It might be backwards. The One Million, One Person Dollar Business, but a phenomenal book. Elaine Pofeld, you can find it. And she interviewed me for the book. And then she reached out and asked if I would be on this panel that she hosted in Austin. And I said, absolutely. And so I was on the panel and I got there and I was in the back room and Tim Ferriss walked into the green room with the other panelists. And he was there as kind of a surprise guest. I'm sure you know Tim Ferriss, but if you don't, author of the four-hour work week amongst, you know, four-hour chef, many other books that he's written and runs one of the top podcasts in the world, The Tim Ferriss Show. And there was a weird online experience a few months back where he put a post up on Facebook that said, hey, I'm coming to Austin and I'm looking to interview, this is probably maybe six months, it was a long time ago, but he said, I'm looking to interview people in Austin. If you know somebody that should be interviewed, that I should interview, let me know. And so I went into the Miracle Morning Community Facebook group and, you know, I've always dream to be on Tim's podcast for I think anybody that has a message to share, of course, because you're sharing it with a lot of people through Tim's community. And so I went into the Miracle Morning community and I typed in, I was like, hey guys, I put the link to Tim's post and I said, hey, if you think I should share the Miracle Morning community with Tim's audience, like, yeah, please go make a mention of that. And hundreds of you listeners and members of the Miracle Morning community went on to Tim's post and were like, you got to interview Hal Elrod in the Miracle Morning and right, just hundreds of people bombarded Tim. And I heard through the grapevine, you know, I, I don't know, it's kind of hearsay, but I don't think Tim liked it. I, they, I don't know. I, I was hearsay, but I heard that it looked kind of manufactured, like, you know, like somehow I orchestrated this army of people to go on and bombard Tim's post. And I don't know Tim personally. So I thought, oh, you know, man, that's not a good first impression, you know, with Tim when we haven't even met yet. And so anyway, when I saw him in the green room, I thought I introduced myself and, you know, I don't want to make this awkward, but I'd love to just acknowledge that experience that post and that, you know, and apologize for any, you know, in, in case that might've been perceived in a negative way. And so we were all chatting as a group. And then I kind of, he and I were off to the side. And so I grabbed him and pulled him aside and said, Hey, Tim, I just wanted to acknowledge you know, a few months back this post that, you know, and I, I just reminded him of what happened. He said he'd forgotten about it, but he remembered and he appreciated that I apologized, acknowledged it, brought it up. And Anyway, so that was kind of the first win of the evening early on. And then the evening itself went really well. The panel went really well. The people were beautiful and brilliant and just really awesome entrepreneurs. I learned a lot from the other members of the panel and I got to speak and contribute. And there were people in the audience that, you know, I waited afterwards for, I was there for about an hour just greeting people and signing books and meeting people. And it was really a neat experience. And then also that night, a handful of my friends came out, some new friends, some old friends, Brianna Greenspan and Josh Eidenberg were there. Brianna is the co-creator of the Miracle Morning Art of Affirmations coloring book. And anyway, the point is I felt really supported. It was nice to see friends and fans of the Miracle Morning and this and that. And here's the point. And this is actually the inspiration for what I'm calling the Miracle Evening today. So this is every, everything we've been talking about is actually culminating into what we're about to go into. And that is that I went home and I was doing my whole manufactured breakthrough process where I was like, all right, what area of my life can I improve, right? And that's kind of how I usually start. That's like the first question I'll ask with manufacturing the breakthrough is like, what area of my life is important that I want to improve? And usually I don't have an exact answer. It's usually like, I just kind of start brainstorming. I go, what about marriage? I'm like, nah, I just, I just had a breakthrough the night with that. I'm doing pretty good marriage. I'm like, what about, you know, and I just kind of will like go through the buffet of different topics or areas of my life until one will like just stand out and I'll go, oh, 
you know what? That's an area I really need to improve. And that, so then I'll dive into that, right? I'll go down that rabbit hole. Well, that night, I was actually first just thinking about how great the night was. And I go, what's an area I need to improve? And what hit me is, I went, wait a minute. I need to celebrate tonight. I need to celebrate tonight, today, right? Like I just came off this awesome experience where I got to finally connect with Tim Ferriss in person. You know, I had a bunch of my friends come out to support me. I had the honor of being invited to sit on this panel of these amazing people and share some knowledge and wisdom and experience in a way that could add value to the people in the audience and help them, you know, grow their businesses or, you know, on their entrepreneurial journey and all this. And what I realized is that I don't take time to celebrate. And, you know, I think this is probably true for a lot of us. And uh, I would imagine that you're going to find some truth in this too. If you think about this, let's look at this from another perspective. The quality of our life at any given moment is really just the quality of how present we are to the aspects of our life that make us feel good, right? In a really simple terms. You may have heard me say this before, but the quality of our life, I always say, has very little to do with what's going on around us and everything to do with what's going on inside of us, right? In that night, an example of what was going on around me was this amazing evening. But if I didn't take the time to reflect on that and to celebrate that, which is what I ended up doing, and we're gonna go into this, then the quality of the experience, although while I was having it, it was fun, if you're not really present to it, if you don't reflect on it, if you don't recollect it, then that experience goes away very quickly. Like the quality of that experience goes away very quickly. And you know, this is in the simplest form. You could just call this recollecting what you're grateful for at the end of the day, right? The five-minute journal you know, is my favorite journaling practice. Although the funny part is I only do, there's a morning and an evening entry and I usually only do the morning entry. I don't do the evening entry, which I realized that night, oh, I'm missing out on a huge potential value that would amplify the quality of my life, my happiness. And that is simply through taking time at the end of every day to go through my events of the day and to be extremely present, like to amplify my level of presence to the highlights of my day. And I do this in a small, I always take a picture of me and the kids doing something greater, me and my wife, or, you know, I take a highlight of part of the day. But that night, I just really went through, I spent like maybe five or 10 minutes and I recollected the events of the evening. And there's three parts to what I'm calling the miracle evening. And again, this is very unrefined. I literally have just been thinking on this and doing this for a few days. It started with manufacturing breakthroughs. That's why I shared that in the beginning because it was a manufactured breakthrough session the other night after I spoke at this event that led to this miracle evening. There's three parts to the miracle evening. So if you're taking notes, you can write these down. It's recollection, reflection, and celebration. So those are the three components. And again, this is very unrefined, but I'm actually really inspired by this because it's been valuable just these last few nights. And I know you might be thinking, well, Hal, come on, you gotta get more time before you share it with us. No, I like to share this when it's new, it's exciting. You try it on for yourself. But taking time every night for recollection, right? So recollection is actually going through and recalling and kind of inventorying in writing the events of your day, the high points of your day. And these can be small. Like this morning, for example, I helped get my kids ready for school, right? I woke them up and that it's, to me, 
I just try to find the beauty in every moment, especially connecting with the people in your life that you love. And with my children this morning, right, I helped them get ready for school. I drove my son to school and I asked him, I said, hey, I said, these assemblies, because every Friday you can go to my son's assembly. I said, these assemblies that we go to, you know, I said, I don't get to sit with you. I have to stand in the back. I said, is it really important to you? Because I, I don't, if it's not a big deal that I'm there. And he goes, and he explained why it's meaningful to him. And like, that's all I needed. I was like, hey, if it means a lot to you, buddy, this means a lot to me. And I'm so grateful that I can go to these assemblies and I can be there with you. And I make sure that I hug him and I kiss him goodbye and all of that, you know? And anyway, so the point is when you're recollecting, when you're doing this miracle evening, it's the little things to me that matter the most, but they only matter based on your level of presence and appreciation of the events, the highlights, the experiences, the shared experiences with people that you love each day. And so at the end of the day, doing the recollection is the first step. And that's just recalling the events of the day in writing, recalling the high points. The reflection is where you can really dive into that manufactured breakthrough and ask yourself, it's just asking pointed questions. What did I learn from this? How can I improve in this area? What about this is great? What about this do I want to repeat tomorrow? What do I want to do tomorrow that would even take this to the next level, right? So it's that intelligent reflection through questions. And then last but not least is celebration. And that can be a meditation, by the way. That can be you closing your eyes and just imagining, you know, picturing yourself with some of those high points that you recollected and picturing yourself, you know, with your child or working on your business or something you accomplished or being proud of yourself for going to the gym. And by the way, self-love, and that's a whole nother topic, but self-love is an important part, I believe, of the quality of our lives. How much are we actively loving ourselves? And that, again, that's a topic that needs, it requires an entire episode. In fact, that was actually the episode I did today as I was preparing today. I'm like, because this self-love is something I've been really present to and it's been a breakthrough that's been evolving over the last couple of years since I got cancer, realizing that I really needed to engage in self-love actively a lot more. And I've been doing that. It's been, so that's, a, again, you know me, I'm ADHD, I'm all over the place. So that's another topic for another show. But anyway, so that's it. I wanna recap the entire episode real quick by just leading you into some action. And the action is schedule time for your miracle evening. And your miracle evening involves three parts, recollection, reflection, and celebration. And during the reflection portion, and really during any of these portions, consider about manufacturing breakthroughs. Consider that as you're recollecting and as you're reflecting, asking these questions on what am I doing great that I wanna continue doing great? What could I be doing better and how can I improve in that area? What am I committed to doing and how can I schedule that to be actionable and recurring activity that will improve my life in this area? So there you go. Schedule time for Miracle Evening, recollection, reflection, and celebration. And during that process, see if you can manufacture some breakthroughs, write those in your journal, write those in your affirmations so that you can turn those into life improvement. And that's what that's been for me over the last month or so since I started manufacturing these breakthroughs in the evening is my life, my quality of life, my quality of my relationships with my children, my relationship with my wife and my relationship with myself have been radically amplified, radically improved in ways that it's hard to even put into words how excited I am at how this has already improved my life immediately, right? I mean, this breakthrough with my kids, the next day I got off work at two. Like it was within 24 hours that I immediately saw this breakthrough turn into a tangible, really measurable improvement. So I wish the same 
for you. So you got your miracle morning down. Now you've got your first introduction to the miracle evening. And we're on this journey together because the miracle evening is almost as new for me as it is for you. I've only been doing it for you know a month in the breakthrough realm. And then uh, in terms of the recollection, reflection, and celebration, that's only been for the last few days. And it's already added value to my life. And I hope it will for you too. So goal achievers, I love you. I appreciate you. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Achieve Your Goals podcast. And uh, for those of you that I'm going to see in San Diego at the Best Year Ever Blueprint Live experience in a few weeks, I cannot wait to see you. And by the way, if you did not check out the announcement, you know, we did a Facebook Live the other day, John Berghoff and I, you can go find that. It is pinned to the top of the Miracle Morning community. And that is where we talked about the announcement around doing Miracle Morning regional events. So just a side note, if you didn't see that and you want to know about that, And we're going to be sending out an email in the next few weeks with a survey to find out where are the most amount of people that are wanting to attend a one-day regional Miracle Morning event. And uh, we're going to decide here in 2019 where we're going to put on our first and probably our first two or three Miracle Morning regional events. And this is a way that we can serve the community around the world because obviously I can't be at an event in you know Hong Kong and then one in Korea and then one in Paris and then one in Los Angeles, then one in New York, and right? But we've got a team of facilitators that can make that happen. So I'm really excited for that. All right, I already tried to wrap up the episode once and then I went off on a tangent. So let me try again. Take two, goal achievers. I love you. I appreciate you. I will talk to you next week. Make it a great week. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. To learn more about the Achieve Your Goals podcast and to get access to today's show notes, transcript, and exclusive content from Hal Elrod, visit halelrod.com forward slash podcast. Thanks again for joining us. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode of the Achieve Your Goals podcast. 